This is Priyanka Singh, your host today. And to introduce myself, I work with Deakin University and I'm leading the business development initiatives in South Asia. I'm very thrilled to welcome you all into the show today. So uh, Deakin Conversations is the newest podcast in town brought to you by our Deakin South Asia office in Delhi. In this podcast, we will be in conversation with some of our brilliant Deakin students who are navigating their life as an international student in Australia or have graduated and are now on to doing some amazing things around the world. So I'm really excited about this and you as listeners will be getting a first-hand look into the aspirations, learnings and experiences of these Deakin students and graduates. Without any further delay, I would like to introduce the guest for today's session. And with me today, I have Calvin Gomez, who's a PhD candidate in material engineering and a graduate mechanical engineer from Deakin University. Now, before starting his candidature at Deakin, Calvin completed his Bachelor of Mechanical Engineering Honors degree in 2020 from Deakin. And he's also the recipient of the Vice Chancellor's Meritorious Scholarships. He then worked as a graduate engineer at Air Radiators, Victoria, for a period of nine months, during which he decided that he desires to expand his horizon and started uh, his PhD. Calvin was awarded the Deakin University Postgraduate Research Scholarship to support his PhD work and coursework at Deakin. Wow, Calvin, that's a lot of achievement to feel proud of. Welcome to the show, Calvin, and I'm really excited to have you today um, for this conversation. So, Calvin, um, would you like to uh, give a brief uh, intro about yourself? Uh, th- thank you, Priyanka. I think you pretty much said everything about me. That's, <laughs> I don't think there's I, much. Did I miss something? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think there's anything more than that. Yeah, I think one thing you probably missed is I'm a, I'm a very typical Chennai boy. So I'm like as madrasi as you can get. So I'm from Chennai. So yeah, it's uh, it's been such a big journey for me. And coming to Deakin was a life-changing experience. And I think that's... Uh, and I'm excited to talk about this today in this podcast. And thank you for having me on on your podcast. And this is a very exciting venture for you guys as well. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Great. Thanks, Calvin. So uh, that takes me to my first question, Calvin, for the show. Uh, so since you mentioned that you, you are a boy from Chennai. So yeah. uh, and you went to Deakin after uh, your year 12th. So what was your experience like from, uh, you know, transitioning from Chennai to Melbourne? Um, and, you know, tell us about all the differences and similarities you identified between the two cities. Yeah, so like, like you said, uh, I am very, uh, I'm very Chennai, but I, even, even though my family is actually from Kerala, I was born and raised in Chennai. So I always identify myself as a, uh, a Tamar boy. Uh, yeah, and then coming to Australia was a big change for me. One thing I would say that I missed a lot was the food. Like I could eat biryani for like breakfast, lunch and dinner. That's how much I love it. So if you can give me biryani for the rest of my life and tell me that's all I get to eat, 
I will be happy. I will never complain. Uh, yeah, but so I definitely missed the food. The food was different. But in terms of the people, I think Australians in general are very friendly. That's one thing I tell a lot of international students when they come here and they're a bit hesitant. They're like, oh, how are Australians? Are they uh, are they like nice to you and stuff? I always tell them, no, like they actually are really friendly. They talk to you like they known you for like a very long time. And this is not just one or two people. It's like most of them, 90% of the uh, people that I've interacted with, they always come off really friendly and they're curious about your culture and they want to know about that as well and yeah so the differences i think are quite different it's like it's uh, uh i'd say in terms of uh, being in india i think in, if you look at the traffic system and stuff it's uh there's always there's trying to be order in chaos but then over here it's the other way around right so everything is more orderly and uh, everyone's following the rules all those things are very different and i've trying to accommodate to that was a big change and as a whole it was a massive culture shock and i liked it because it was it was that that made me you know adapt into a different environment and you know improve on my social skills and get better with interacting with people from other cultures as well yeah i can totally relate to all of what you've said because i've been to melbourne a couple of times and uh, yeah. the first thing that hits you is of course the traffic situation being from delhi yeah. You know, being um, born and brought up and uh, studied and spent major portion of my life in Delhi, I can understand that traffic thing is the first thing that hits you. And of course, food, cafe culture, and the beach—you uh, know—one gets really intrigued uh, by all yeah. these things. It's totally fascinating. And yes, Australia is a very, very multicultural country and and a very welcoming one. So you will definitely find a space for yourself. Okay, yeah. great. I mean, so since you yeah. brought up the coffee, I'll just add to that. Like so Melbourne Melbournians are known for their coffee day. They have a big coffee culture here, like you mentioned. And mm. that's very that's where one thing we're similar to Chennai as well. Chennai people love their filter coffee, which is very popular there. Mm. Uh, I'm not a coffee person per se, but I've had other people come down from Chennai, try coffee here, and they say it's very, very similar or like to the same level. So I think if you're Tamil and if you want to come down to Melbourne, I think that's something that you can look forward to. Yeah, totally. If you are a coffee person, then Melbourne is the place for you. Melbourne is the place, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and another thing that hits me the most is, of course, the pollution situation in India. And the moment you land, you get to see the clear sky and, you know, uh, sunny days. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's another thing that uh, sort of comes across to you um, quite, uh, you know, hard. Okay, yeah. so uh, moving on to my next question, Calvin. So from a very young age, you had, you were passionate about uh, science and technology, which of course is an extremely difficult stream for anyone to pursue. Now, unlike uh, many others in India who choose this path of becoming an engineer out of parental or societal pressure, but in your case, I believe you wanted to be an engineer um, out of uh, sheer passion for it. So could you tell our listeners what got you interested into this field at a very young age? What got you that clarity um, and you know towards becoming an engineer or towards choosing this path? Yeah, now that's a, that's, a, that's, that's a question that I do get a lot. And I want to share something with you I've never said, uh, told anyone before. So science was something that uh, kind of intrigued and uh, made me curious at a very young age and that was because of one of my science teachers I think in my third grade uh, her name was Sarla ma'am uh, yeah so she's no more so may, may her soul rest in peace uh, but yeah so she's the one who got me into science 
and because she was so passionate about teaching science and telling us how things work and trying to explain it with like practical experiments in class when i got to see that i always had this curiosity like to learn how things work in real life and that made me want to like get into technology and so i'm always like looking up my mom used to give me books about science and technology which i used to read about space technology so space was a big part of my life i always always wanted to be an astronaut i'm still looking <laughs> still <laughs> aiming to uh, get to that point somehow uh yeah but that's always a dream of mine and the, all those things kind of uh layered up to me choosing a path in engineering and like a lot of people say in india they don't they pick engineering out of sheer pressure and parental uh pressure because uh, still i don't know for some reason indian parents still think engineering is the the best course you can do to get a job even though there's so many engineers out there uh without jobs and that's a different story <laughs> let's not go into that but then in, in my case i was a bit lucky so my mo- my mom and dad were happy with my decision because that's pretty much what they wanted as well but i wanted to do engineering from a very beginning and that's why i chose a path in engineering because uh technology has always been something that's intrigued me mm-hmm. and to be a part of that and you becoming an engineer will let you build that technology which you've always been curious about and that, i think that's what that's what kind of made me want to choose this uh, part then maybe that i think that's why i'm doing my phd as well cuz i'm even ex- expanding even beyond the working so i'm trying to uh find new things that probably has never been found before and i think that's what's so uh calvin it's amazing uh, you know how uh, our teachers have uh, you know impact on us and how uh, you know uh, you know our experience with them or how they help us shape our future so it's it's really uh, interesting and all of us you know have those memories uh, from our childhood days and it becomes much more easier when you have an understanding parents uh, you know and they they actually let you do what you want to do so uh, that's really great and i'm sure your parents would be very very proud of you um yeah so uh, moving on uh, calvin you are one of the winners of deakins prestigious vice chancellor meritorious scholarship uh so just to let our listeners know uh that deakin university offers four uh, 100% tuition fee waiver scholarships and these are available um, to students who have completed their year 12 in india and are wanting to pursue their undergraduate uh, studies at deakin and these are also available for students who are wanting to pursue their postgraduate studies at deakin um so yeah so calvin tell me how did you go about your application what was the interview process like and i'm sure a lot of our listeners would like to get such scholarships in future so do you have any uh, tips that you can share uh, with young aspirants yeah 100% i think that was one of the most Highlight. important <laughs> yeah highlights of my life that's actually what changed the way uh things like happened to me it was it was life changing like i said before and mm-hmm. yeah that all came across and i think that was when i applied that was still the time and it was partnered with ndtv and it was done through ndtv so uh yeah i saw the application online it was advertised and me being me I, li- i like to live my life on the edge so i had this somewhere in the back of my head that there was this scholarship opportunity and i was just like it was just there and i think i knew the deadline and i was 
I was out somewhere with my parents. I think we were at a, a school event or something. And then all of a sudden I realized, wait, isn't today the deadline for that scholarship? <laughs> and so I, I rushed back home and I think we had like four or five hours before the actual deadline, the submission uh, deadline. So I was like sitting and writing up my essay and just, I literally submitted like one minute before the thing closed. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was like all exciting. It was like, it was like last minute uh, and I somehow got it through. And then I was so surprised when I actually got the call, I think a couple of weeks later, because I, I just assumed I'd be like out of so many applications now, I was the last one to put in. They probably already shortlisted the ones, you know? Yeah, but then I was surprised to get the call. And then, yeah, it was a very interesting process. I had a phone interview first. They uh, asked me all these questions, like why I want to go to Australia, why I want to study, what I'm interested in, why engineering. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think it was all about just showing that you have the passion to do it was what made the difference. Mm -hmm. And when I cleared the phone interview, uh, I had to do a Skype interview after that. And that was also very uh, nerve wracking because uh, never, never done anything like that before in my life. So it was, it was quite interesting and quite uh, eye opening for me as well. So that was, that was about the same process that so they asked me a different bunch of questions. And finally, when I got the call saying, you can come down to Delhi now, we will do a live TV interview. I was like, so out of the, I was so happy. I was, it was like out of the world. And I, so my dad used to work in Malaysia at that time. So my mom called my dad. He's like, you need to come down. So he <laughs> flew down from Malaysia. Just the wow. whole family went to Delhi. So it was like a big event for us. Like we <laughs> all went there. My dad flew down from Malaysia. Uh, we went, we went from Chennai to Delhi and we met there and then yeah we attended the the interview and then the interview was like a two-stage process so it was pretty full on and mm -hmm. like literally when I saw the other uh the other uh contestants who were also applying for the uh scholarship I was like now nah, no way I'm gonna get this because all of these were smart intelligent people from around the nation and they're all the cream of the crop out out there so it was very very like it was a very tough interview, so I was very happy that I got it. And when they actually announced it, that I was one of the winners, I, I remember like just like just losing myself for a bit. And yeah, that was that was really good. And my mom, obviously, my mom being my mom, she cried on national television. Uh, yeah, and that happened. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was a very very interesting process. And I think the 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 whole point of that was I would as a tip I'd give for other uh, people applying for the scholarship is to just be yourself. And I think that's what. I did there because I know you, you, if you believe in yourself and you know what you've done is good enough for you to get the scholarship and that's why you're applying in the first place because if you're not confident about yourself I don't think you'll apply in the first place but when you apply just be yourself and just tell them why you really want to do it and I think that's what actually makes a difference and I think that's what they saw in me that day that I was really passionate about engineering I was passionate about doing what I want to do. And I think that's why I got it that day, even though I was competing with so many other brilliant minds. Yeah, and then, yeah, that was an amazing experience. I can talk about it all day, so I'll let you, <laughs> that is just more. No, thanks. That's that's really great. Uh, uh, some, some great tips here for our uh, listeners and young aspirants yeah. who would like to take this path, uh, you know, in future. Uh, be yourself, be confident, just go with the flow yeah. are the mantras from Calvin for us. Uh, so yeah. yeah and thanks. don't don't submit don't submit in the last minute. Probably yeah. <laughs> probably <laughs> plan ahead. Don't be me. So <laughs> that's one thing that you should take don't take from me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so now um, you know we come to the most exciting part of this interview, which is the rapid-fire questions. So I'm going to throw some questions at you, and whatever comes to your mind, uh, feel free to sort of come out with that. So here's the first question. So what's your favorite subject in school, Calvin? I was definitely physics. I know. Oh, had to yeah. be physics. <laughs> can't be. It had to be physics. Like I can't say anything else now because people will be like, "You're an engineer. You have to say physics." I'm like, "Yeah, it's physics." Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite dessert? Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I like. Oh, actually, no, no, no. I like uh, halwa. I like halwa. Yeah. Oh, you're a person with sweet tooth. Yeah, I, I am actually. Yeah, quite, uh, quite a sweet tooth. My, my mom, I get that from my mom. My mom has quite a bit of sweet tooth. So, yeah, I love this really nice brown alwa that you get from Kerala. So every time you visit Kerala, we buy like a whole, like a pack oh. of it. So, and I think I eat probably probably eighty percent of it. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my favorite dessert. <laughs> Yeah, mentally I'm eating that <laughs> right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe when I come to India, I could get some for you from from Kerala. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's a that's a deal. <laughs> yeah. So, what's your hidden talent, Calvin? Oh, it's not much hidden. So, uh, I I do sing. So, uh, yeah, I haven't sung in a while now because uh, I think after coming here, I kind of lost. That's that's one thing I probably regret that. Haven't done much after coming here. The singing and dancing, I still probably do sometimes, but singing is something that I really love to do. I haven't done much to come to Australia. Yeah, singing is one of my hidden talents, I guess. Yeah. Oh, nice! You have a great voice as well, so I'm sure you. Oh, thank you. Well. <laughs> yeah, I did a bit of uh, classical music training when I was young, so please don't test me. I'm quite bad at it. It's my been a while. <laughs> I, I mean, there's there's whole lot of things uh, about you that uh, that is still to come out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me one subject you would like to learn more about. Actually, finance. I don't. I don't know. I think after. I think it's more of a grown up, uh, grown up answer. Mm-hmm. I think uh, right now with all the because after coming here, you're living by yourself and you're earning money by yourself, so you have to manage your expenses. So like, I think about finance and like. That kind of stuff is something I still lack a lot of knowledge in, and the and the worst part about it is just like my whole family who live in Australia, they're all into finance. Every time oh. I'm at a dinner table with them, <laughs> I mean they have a conversation. I'm basically just sitting there, just staring, because it's, it's it just sounds like Greek and Latin to me. So I'm like, I have no clue what you guys talking about. So I think just to kind of get my family to accept me, I want to learn about a bit more about finance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so from physics to finance, that's going yeah, to be... Why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Absolutely. Yeah. Who's your hero, Calvin? That's actually a hard one. I, you put me on the spot there. <laughs> My hero, actually, yeah, it's actually Abdul Kalam, to be honest. Yeah. Ah. Now, I used to say this before, I actually forgot for some reason. Yeah, it is definitely Abdul Kalam, because like I said, I always want to be an astronaut, and he was one of the pioneers of Indian space research. Yes. I'm, still, I'm still waiting for Indian space program to send astronauts. uh to outer space so that's uh hoping that happens soon but yeah abdul kalam being one of the pioneers of uh indian space research and a fundamental uh, key person in isro uh yeah there's and his his all his all life mantra of like you know to dream and to dream bigger yeah i think that's something that i've always looked up and i had a chance to uh, he came to our school once didn't get to really meet him but then I was there in the vicinity of Abdul Kalam. That that itself made it very special for me. So yeah, I definitely uh, are uh, a very pop, uh, famous Abdul Kalam will be my hero. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. So if you had to change your first name, what would you change it to? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is this is going to be I I would probably want to change it to a more of an Indian name because like <laughs> I get this a lot. So after coming to Australia, I think one of the things that I probably hear, hear a lot when I say my name is Calvin, they're always like, okay, but what is your Indian name? I'm like, no, that is my actual name. So maybe to be a bit more Indian, I'll probably change it to, I don't know, like uh, Kabir sounds like a very nice, good looking person's name. So I'll take Kabir. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, thanks, uh, Calvin. With this, we've come to the end of our show. Thank you for being with us today. And it was an absolute pleasure interacting with you and i'm sure our listeners enjoyed hearing from you and are going to benefit immensely from the inputs you shared on this show today thank you so much calvin yeah thank you for having me i had a lot of fun doing this yeah i hope i hope i was i could add some kind of value to uh future uh deacon students who want to come to australia and then yeah if anyone comes uh, just try just hit me up. I'm pretty sure my LinkedIn is just very searchable. Calvin Gomez is not very, <laughs> not yeah. very uh, common name. So you will find me on LinkedIn if you just look me up. So awesome. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Calvin. And I wish you all the best for your future endeavors. Thank you.